Well, it's Friday, 4.30, and you know what that means. It is time for the North Woods Fishing Report right here on KBFT 89.9 FM, Net Lake, Minnesota. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And for those joining us on the web, we really appreciate you. And, you know, you might be listening to this after the fact because you can do that. So if you're not, if you can't catch us live on the air up in God's country, you can listen to us anywhere you have internet or cell service. Just head to kbft.org and you can find the website there or download the KBFT app. You can listen there as well. So let's get into this week's report for January 20th, 2023. Let's go. And joining us this week, all uh, all better from <laughs> being under the weather last week, we got Aaron Philippi from True North Guide Service. What's up, Aaron? Hey, how you doing? Well, a lot better than last week, and like you said, a little little sick last week, and not sure what was going on. But it was kind of going around. Um, nothing too broad sweeping, but I, I knew I knew a handful of people that were under the weather last week, so you weren't alone. He- yeah, no, it made it around through some of my friends and some family and eventually got to me, but I'm I'm glad to be back 100%. Awesome. Good to hear it. So have you been fishing? Yeah, we have. Um, so I just got off the lake here a little bit ago. Um, fishing's been decent. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say great, but the lake, lake of the woods as a whole right now has been really hit and miss. Um, there's some areas that are struggling. There's some people that are doing good. Um, you know, we got, uh, thir- uh, 12 houses actually, 10 sleepers and two day houses. And this weekend we we're pretty full. Um, uh, we had pretty decent bite. Uh, most of our better fishing came in the 22 to 24 feet of water. Uh, jigging wraps have actually probably outfished anything else this last week. Um, uh, number five or number seven gold, um, crawdad color was good. Um, some, some blue and white was pretty good. And then, you know, um, had some guys using the old pink and gold Gemini also was, was really good this, this last week. Uh, we had quite a few nice slot fish caught. We had a couple 28s, still a lot of pike and a few eel pout getting caught, a lot of tulipy. Um, but, uh, so they kind of needed, they kind of needed to be triggered into biting this week. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, we're still, still today, you know, talking to some guys, checking on houses, they were, their best luck was on, on jigging wraps or, uh, ripping wraps. I'm sorry. So the dead sticks just aren't, they're just kind of getting ignored, huh? Yeah, even the rattle reels at night, not much is getting hit lately. Uh, it was a lot more productive earlier in the year, but yeah, as of late, it's been pretty quiet at night. We did have one group get a 27-incher at about midnight here uh, this past weekend, but that was pretty much about it. Yeah, that's not a bad fish. Uh, how far out are we moved? So we actually moved back. We were about five okay. miles out, out of the Swift Ditch public access area. We're moving back in a little bit more towards shore. So we're about three miles out. We were at five to five and a half uh, at our max. And now we're starting to move a little bit farther south and a little bit farther west towards the Warroad area. And it's mud fishing. So one day can be slow. The next day can be really good. But, you know, everybody's been keeping, you know, anywhere from, for four to eight fish a day which you know as lake of the woods goes right now isn't too bad it's it's been a 
it's been a struggle for a lot of people uh, this year. So yeah, still catching a lot of fish, but they're just a lot of you know eight nine inches. Right, right. Are, and are you moving those houses just trying to stay in a bite? Um, yep, okay. we pretty much move every week. We're moving moving houses, or every time somebody checks out. Uh, we're pretty much always putting them on fresh ice unless they're really doing well consistently. Then we'll, we'll clean them up on the outside and inside and, and let the next group go in. But otherwise we're just trying to kind of keep on fish as best as we can. Right on. And the ice thickness is like what now? Not good yet. It hasn't really changed. We're anywhere from 16 to 20 inches in okay. the areas we're fishing. Um, this, you know, the snow is, Luckily, we don't have a ton, but what we have is pretty compacted and pretty heavy. I mean, we're pushing banks up that are seven feet high just to plow a spot for a house, and you can actually see that ice dipping. Oh wow! You know, down. I mean, it, it it's we need some cold temps, and there's nothing in the immediate forecast, but it's looking like in a couple of you know, a week and a half to two weeks, we're going to get some more seasonable weather here. So hopefully, that'll make some ice because as of right now, our season could be cut short if we don't get any get any cold temps any slush to speak of up there there's a few spots but it's been freezing what has been coming up at least in our area i can't speak for a lot of the other parts of the lake but in our area the slush we are seeing has been freezing um you're breaking through it one day and within one to two days it's froze up enough to drive over it so that's good that's saving us a little bit right on and is can people kind of go where they want with the truck are they kind of pretty much stuck to the plowed road still at this point Pretty much stuck to plowed okay. roads right now. Yep. There's a few spots where you can get out and venture a little ways, but you are fairly limited to uh, the roads right now. Yeah, unless you have a snow machine, then you can kind of get wherever yep. you want, I would assume. Yep, correct. Yep. And I've, uh, you know, talking to some people that have been out on, you know, snowmobiles and, and vehicles with tracks, 16 mile reef has been pretty good for, you know, the listeners at No Lake of the Woods. 16 uh, has been good. Whiskey Flats has been good. And uh, Stoney's been a little bit slower. Uh, up around Night and Bridges has been really hit and miss. There's some good days and bad days up in that Night Bridges area, um, just to kind of give people a little bit of an idea yeah. on the on the fishing here as of the last the last few days. All right, well that's awesome. That was a a full report. Uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do it? Yeah. Yeah, get a hold of me at uh, truenorthfishingmn.com. Uh, my cell is two one eight four five two. 0612 or you can look me up on facebook or instagram at true north guide service on lake of the woods and i'll get you in touch with the guy that i work with in the winter and we do have a lot of availability for for february right now for sleepers and day houses awesome dude well i'm glad to hear you're feeling better that was a great report uh be safe out there good luck we'll talk to you next week sounds good look forward to it thank you later dude yep bye, bye. Joining us again this week is Captain Ryan Kelly with Laguna Guide Service. What's up, buddy? Oh, same old, just fishing, doing a lot of fishing on Mille Lacs, doing a little fishing on Big Stone, too. Ooh, but you're getting a lot of fishing on Mille Lacs. Both spots, huh? Yeah, as we get later into the season, once walleye season closes, I'll be doing a lot more on Big Stone. But for right now, it's most of my trips are on Mille Lacs. Yeah, be, I mean, that's kind of a commute between the two. <laughs> oh yeah but it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun our heart choices sometimes. yeah i hear you well how are let's let's get the lake conditions first how's the ice looking I, you know we're kind of warm i don't think we've really made any so we we haven't made any ice um the conditions vary on the lake and they vary 
not from like one end of the lake to the other, but just from one area to another, you know, just even one resort, neighboring resort to another. So if you're coming up with a wheelhouse, you're going to have to call ahead to the resorts and just ask them what they're allowing out for vehicle and wheelhouse traffic. But when I get out into the main lake, a lot of the ice that I'm finding is in that 14 to 18, 19 inch range. It, it, it really does vary. There are some spots where there's a little less. There are some areas where there's a little bit more. There's quite a bit of snow on the lake. I know some of it's gotten beat down by the rain. I haven't been out in the last day or so to check where it's at at this point. But um, if you were going out with wheelers and and side-by-sides, that sort of thing, the snow was packed hard enough where you could drive over the top of it. But I definitely would recommend getting off the beaten path with your car or truck. Mm. Yeah, is there still, like, even, even compact, there's still some drifts out there? Oh yeah, the the drifts are compacted. I yeah. mean, they're hard as a rock. The the skid, the the slides on the snowmobile barely cut through them. I mean, they're you can drive over them with a lot, but I don't think I'd try driving over them <laughs> with my pickup. No, have have you noticed anybody trying to do that and getting stuck? It's gotta be well, happening. Well, I don't know. It might be a smart move to turn a blind eye. I mean, you really want to pull yourself <laughs> into that situation. <laughs> Probably not. I just, I'm just assuming in my head. It's like I know people, and I just, I know, yeah. like, against all better judgment, you know, the grass yeah. is greener on the other side, kind of thing. And you, like, you look over, and you're like, "Are they going to live?" Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're okay. We're fine. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, definitely call around if you're headed up there. Um, probably just stick to the the plowed paths, but unless, like yeah, I said, if, unless you if, got a machine. If if, if you're if you got a machine of any sort, I mean, the lake is yours. You can drive around. Uh, there are some slush pockets. In most of what I'm finding for the slush pockets are areas where I've been fishing. So it's because we've been drilling holes, uh, certain flats. We've drilled a lot of holes on them. That's where you're going to find slush pockets. Okay. So. It, if you find those, you know, just give it a little gas getting through there. They're not too nasty. You should be able to drive through them okay, even with a four-wheeler. I've seen a lot of four-wheeler traffic out there, some side-by-sides, and they don't necessarily all have tracks. They're getting around. How's the uh, pressure ridge situation this year? Haven't really heard too much about well, it. I, I wouldn't say there's anything outstanding okay. out there. Yeah, That's always yeah, the, something. The, the, the snow, the slush, that, that's been insulating the ice, so uh, that may that may actually be keeping them, some of the pressure ridges down because you're just not building a ton of ice for it to start cracking a lot. Probably a little I, harder I to get that um, ice to move too. You know, if you um, you know when the wind's blowing, it's not getting direct surface friction on the ice to really kind of you know get that, for lack of a better term, the plate tectonic. Kind of, uh, I mean, that's basically what it is, right? I've always, I've always said that, like, science teachers to take their class to Malax in the winter when they're studying plate tectonics, because you'll see all the different kind of fault lines. You'll see the kind that crash into each other, the one that dips under, the kind that slip alongside of each other, and the kind that yeah. spread apart. You'll see. I mean, I, it's the same I never mechanics. Thought about that, but you, you definitely do see all of that when you're out there. That's the exact same. You know, it's the same mechanics. You're just creating mini mountains with. <laughs> you know, and chasms with uh, as the big sheets move around. But, anyways, I digress. <laughs> so, <laughs> how's the fishing? Fishing's still pretty good. Um, we've had a couple days this last week that weren't as good as a couple weeks prior, but it's mid it's mid 
midwinter. It's a midwinter bite, and that's kind of a given. Um, there's not a lot of traffic getting out onto the main lake, so I suspect that the good bite is going to continue for a while longer. I'm okay. seeing some roads get plowed out to the flats. There are a few, a very few trucks and wheelhouses getting out there. And it seems like the bite typically carries on well until, you know, spots get hit and beat up and then you get yeah. generator noise and vehicle traffic driving in and out. And that's kind of when they fall off. But we're a long ways away from that happening. Uh, the bite's been pretty good. I've noticed that we're starting to catch some jumbo perch with our walleyes out on the flats. We're also getting some tulipy mixed in with them too. But I think there's kind of three different bites that I should probably touch on real quick. Okay. You've got the rocks, you've got the gravel bars, and you got the mud flats. The rocks, that's what most of the guys in wheelhouses are going to be on right now because the rocks are kind of around the perimeter of the lake. They're by shore. They're within a couple miles. That's what people can get to. And the rock bite, at this point, when you get vehicle traffic out there, it's going to turn into a morning, evening, and night bite. So put your jigging spoon on and jig in the morning and evening. Try to get in on those peak hour bites. And then overnight, you're going to want to keep your rattle reels down. That's oftentimes when you'll pluck a fish here and there throughout the, throughout the nighttime hours. The other bite is the gravel bars. Not a whole lot of people getting out to the gravel bars. But there's a lot of fish out there. I know that there's fish biting out there. And you should have a lot of it to yourself. Uh, there's a couple different areas to fish on the gravel bars. You can either fish the transitions, the gravel to mud transition, which is a lot of times is in 30, 32 feet of water. Or what I would recommend right now is probably just going right up on top. You can find a rock pile, you know, that's up on top of the gravel bar in that 24 to 26 foot range. That's going to be prime. And since there's not a lot of people out there, should have it to yourself it it should be real good right now uh the third bite is the one that i've been hitting and it's been doing really well for us for the last uh, three weeks now and that's out on the mud flats and you know that's no secret the mud flats are always good this time of year but we're getting most of our fish on jigging spoons and set lines it's been for the most part a 50 50 mix catching a lot of them jigging which is fun also you know having to drop the jig rod and go grab the tip up we're getting all sizes. We're getting little dinks, six-inch fish, but we're getting them all the way up to 26-inch fish. And uh, we're also getting some slot fish out there too. So all that's, sizes. That's good. That's good news. It's nice to see that lake uh, kicking out a wide range of fish again. Yeah. Of and, being and, stuck in one year class, it seems like we've been in the past. Yeah, there's there's definitely a change. I I kind of suspect that all the perch in the lake, the little perch that have made things kind of difficult as far as fishing goes the last couple of seasons, I kind of wonder if they're starting to get big enough where they're a little harder for the walleyes to catch and if they're also getting big enough where they're starting to share some of the same food sources with the walleyes. And I suspect that Malax is coming around and the bite's going to be a lot better this spring because typically the winter is not as good as the summer, and this winter has been surprisingly good. One thing I've been saying about that lake, um, I, I've been thinking that the, the canary in the coal mine for me is, and it's good that you already mentioned it, you're starting to find those jumbo perch again. And those things were largely absent for a decade or better, um, except for the you know rare one or two, but now I'm starting to hear about people catching more of those and even eel pout both those but the jumbo perch and eel pout have been like largely 
absent on that lake for a long time, and I'm starting to hear them come back. I think that's a good sign of that lake recovering. Well, and the eel pout are definitely uh, showing themselves again. I think it was three or four years ago I talked to a guy who had a resort on the lake, and he said out of all his rentals and all the people out of his resort, this was four or five years ago, he said he heard of two eel pout being caught all season. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of years out there where it was right. tough to put your set lines down without getting two eel pout an hour. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm showing my so, age, but I remember, you know, a long time ago, and thankfully people don't do this practice anymore, but back when I fished it as a kid, it was, you'd just see dead eel pout everywhere on the ice. People just tossed them away like trash. Yep. Um, I mean, and they were everywhere. I think it's, I think it probably supported an entire population of bald eagles through the, through the winter, just eating on, uh, cast aside eel pout but uh then they disappeared so hopefully people don't start that habit again but it is nice to see them come back i think that is a sign that that lake is is getting healthier yep yep absolutely they're they're definitely making a comeback i'm seeing more and more of them yeah that's good news uh all right captain ryan uh let us know how we can get a hold of you uh you can go on my website it's fishlaguna.com laguna is spelled wrong it's spelled l-a-g-o-o-n-a uh, you can also look me up on social media, or you can call or text me at 651-769-3142. Awesome report. Thank you very much, dude. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Dale. Yep, we'll see you. Bye. Well, we are just popping all over from left to right, north to south, and we're to jump way out west and head up to uh, my buddy Clay. Clay Hool with CNZ Guide Service in North Dakota. What's up? Not much, bud. Not much. How's uh, how, how's the ice fishing? Um, it's uh, a lot of the slush out of some of the lakes actually kind of cleared up pretty good and hardened up. That's we had uh, really good news. We had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We had weather thirty, so thirty degrees and thirty three, and so a lot of snow melted. Well, now <clears throat> the last few days here, the last two days. Monday night, it got down in the teens. And uh, yesterday night, it got down in uh, single digits. That's what I was kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping that that warm-up would compact, you know, kind of separate that layer of snow and slush, kind of combine it all. That way, once it did get cold, you know, it would firm stuff up. And that seems to be going that way. I don't want to jinx it. But it seems yeah, it's going that way. <laughs> things are things are getting better. So how's the fishing been? Uh, fishing's been good. I mean, Devil's Lake is on fire right now. Really? Yep. Um, they're fishing. I they got anywhere from nineteen to twenty three inches of ice. Very um, good. The bite's been good in twenty and twenty to thirty two feet of water. Um, tungstens and wax worms. Uh, PK rattlespoons. And uh, jigging wraps. So you mentioned the tungsten and waxworms a lot. Is that like for the perch? Or are the people picking walleyes up on that too? They feel they feel they, some do pick up a few walleyes. Okay, but you're mostly referring to perch when you're yeah with yeah. the tungsten jigs. Okay, and then for walleyes, are they doing like spoons, rattle spoons? Uh, yeah, like that? PK rattle spoons, uh, um, windy flyers, and <clears throat> jigging wraps. Right, and how's that jigging wrap bite been? Pretty good. Yeah, they, in the evening it's been pretty aggressive on walleyes. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
and people set lines to dead sticks. Are they doing any good, or has it been mostly um, action? Most action, action, action. Okay, that seems to be a recurring theme this week. Everywhere. Yeah, and that's, so far, usually every year we see giant bike bolts on Devil's Lake, and I haven't, I haven't seen. I've seen some nice ones, but I haven't seen big, big ones this mm. year. Uh, you know something I haven't really mentioned before is the the white bass they have up there. Are people getting into those during the winter at all? Yeah, they do it, but it's like fifty feet of water. Really? Yeah. Kind of a total different setup than. Yeah, it's a whole time. different setup. Yeah. Man, I've I've caught a couple of those through the ice on different lakes, and man, are they a fun fight on ice tackle? Holy oh yeah, smokes. they're 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 huge. They're huge up here in Devils Lake. I mean, they're talking a minimum two three pounds. Yeah, they get real. They get real good ones on on devils. How's that bluegill bite up in the Turtle um, Mountains? It's uh, it's been good actually. It's uh, so how opposite now? It's anywhere from uh, five to thirteen feet. Really? Yeah. That's shallow, huh? Especially when it got nice. Wow, I wonder. If, do you think they got some melt water, some fresh water some, coming in? Some sun rays coming in. Yep, yeah, some sun rays coming in. Okay. Bug you know? hatch, perhaps. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. Really good. And the ice conditions, snow conditions oh, yeah. up, up there, decent? Up, yeah, oh, yeah, anywhere from 20, 24 inches. You get out on any of those trout lakes up there? Uh, I got out on walking, and uh, we got out on early ice out there, and uh, we didn't do worth very good. Okay. But that is an option if anybody is uh, headed up to that area. You can kind of, you could pack a week full of different kinds of fishing up there if you really, really wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let everybody know how they can get a hold of you, Clay. Um, you can get a hold of me on Facebook or Instagram at CNZ Guide Service or uh, my website, www.cnzguideservice.com or 701-550-0956. Awesome, my cell phone. Good report. Uh, stay safe. Good fishing this week, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, sir. Have a good one. Later, buddy. Yeah. Now we will wrap up the show tonight with Mr. John Seeley over there with uh oh brain fart no boundaries guide service yes. yeah <laughs> pulled that one uh, the last minute over there in the Red Lake area Bemidji what's uh what's happening uh just another week Dale I'm just coming off the ice and <laughs> oh fishing tonight was incredible <laughs> oh that's what I like to hear. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was the best night of fishing I've had this year for sure. Crushing, going, crushing Walters again. Yeah, yeah, I took my big brother up here on Lower Red this evening, and we did really, really well. So nice, real yeah. nice. What was the what was the hot bait? The hot bait tonight was uh, rip and wrap rattle bait. It's, that was the that was the ticket I'm after telling dark. Rip and wraps and jig and wraps. Those kind of baits have been like. I think everybody I've talked to today, every report had that same really? thing for whatever. Were you getting any anything on your dead sticks at all? Uh, you know, not near the volume we were on our ripping wraps, but we caught a fair amount of fish on yeah, our dead sticks it, too, yeah. It sounds like it's been mostly that that like triggering that bite for whatever yeah. reason they wanted. Yeah. They had to be kind of coaxed into not coaxed, but like triggered into into biting. How sure. are how are how are the lakes looking? What are the ice and snow? 
Uh, you know, things haven't really changed. We we just have this weird low, which I'm appreciating, but it's been like 20 degrees and cloudy every day and 10 degrees at night. And like with the amount of snow we have, it doesn't really make any ice, but it doesn't really hurt the ice. So <laughs> we're just at this standstill where everywhere is still sitting in that 15 to 20 inches of ice range and... I don't know. We haven't had any major cold fronts in the last few weeks. It's just been kind of nice for the for the average fisherman to be able to go out and enjoy it, especially on the weekends. You know, fish if the weather's nice, everybody can actually get out and enjoy it. It seems like, if anything, the warm-up kind of helped compact the snow a little bit. And kind of, I'm hearing some reports of, like, the slush has gotten a little better. Yeah, yeah, I haven't really had any issues with slush. I did find one decent little slush pocket last week, but the good thing about that is, like I said, it's getting down into the teens and low single digits at night. So if you go through a slush pocket, odds are you go back the next day and it's froze up. Right, yeah, that's and I'm oh. hearing the same thing pretty much uh, statewide. So that's yeah. definitely good news. Um, have you been made down to the Bemidji area at all? Um, yeah, I did some fishing in the Bemidji area last week and the crappie fishing was really, really good. Uh, one night in particular, um, just kind of a sunset bite on the edge of a weed line. Um, fishing was really good. We caught a bunch of really nice crappies on some, some small tungsten jigs. Um, just like particular, it doesn't get very deep, so there's not much of a basin bite, but they, uh, they relate to those weed lines a lot for most of the winter and that's where we were at. Nice. Still yet to venture back to the trout lakes? Yeah, as I'm I'm <laughs> you kind really of excited brighten. about next week's forecast. It looks like it's going to get into the negatives, so okay. I'm hoping, you know, that has an impact and we're able to get back out there, but um until further notice, I'm I'm pretty much putting the kibbutz <laughs> on that. Yeah. I was just going to ask you if maybe you're just like just going to write it off for this year, but you you've still got you're still maintaining hope. Yeah, I mean, I'm holding out hope. We had a decent amount of ice out there at the time. So, you know, and if nobody's been hitting it, fishing could be really good late in the winter for trout. Yeah, so true. I I would really enjoy that. If we could get this uh, sheet of, or this big pile of slush to freeze up on those trout lakes, that would be nice to be able to get back there on the snowmobiles and stuff like that, late ice and not have to worry about slop and slush and just get out and catch a bunch of trout. You have you heard anything, or you have any information about leech at all? We haven't really checked in on that lake for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, it kind of sounds like the typical leech lake. It'll be good for a few days, and then it's absolutely dead for a few days. I, I haven't heard any crazy reports. I know guys are really starting to get into the tulabies out there again, which gets real popular. But um, I haven't heard anything crazy good coming out of leech lake area, and pretty similar with Winnie too things have been on and off out there as well so and do they got do you know if they got some roads plowed out yeah there? they do yeah just about even in walker bay i believe there's some some road systems okay, going around good. out in there so just about everywhere has got roads i know uh horseshoe bay resort had an issue with one of their roads i think one of their plow trucks had broken through the ice yikes just a, a freak accident kind of deal they had plenty of ice it was just had a big heave and something weird happened i didn't get the full details of the story but uh it sounded like they had a truck at least break an axle through so oh that's not good <laughs> yeah that didn't it didn't sound fun um lake bemidji kind of similar report uh there's some nasty spots out there about a little vinia access that the 
Beltrami County Sheriff had marked off as nasty and it sounded like a guy had maybe broken a, a wheel through or an axle through. Do you uh, do you chase after those burbs, the burbit there later in the season? Yeah, I do some guiding for the burbit on uh-huh. Bemidji and Winnie and Cass. Yeah, but the, the Bemidji bite last year in particular was pretty darn good. Yeah, I'm um, hoping yeah. to get in on some of that action this uh, this year. I'll actually be yeah. able to. I'll be around for it. So, the many years past, I've been missed out. I'm missing out on it because I was doing other things. I was off in the Dakotas uh, guiding uh, for snow geese hunts, so I was missing the seeing all the good burbot pictures. Uh, but that's man. always a lot of fun when that yeah. that spawn is going on. But well, we'll have to yeah. keep an eye on that. Uh, any info about Upper Red Lake for anybody headed up there this weekend? Upper Red Lake has been really, really good this last week, it looks like. Um, there's a few anglers that are struggling, but as far as I can tell, those are people that are sitting in big groups on the major road systems. So if you have the opportunity to get off of those big major road systems, get away from people, sounds like the fishing's been really good. The amount of crappie pictures I have been seeing coming out of Upper Red Lake is unbelievable. There is a crazy amount of crappies being caught up there. So... If you have the opportunity, get out there and have a chance to catch a big crappie. Oh, that's that'll that'll lure a few people up there for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty enticing. It's gotten so enticing, Dale, that I'm leaving Lower Red Lake <gasps> tomorrow to go do it. What? <laughs> it has got me fully suckered in, so that's I'm gonna go awesome. try to catch some crappies tomorrow up there. That's awesome. Yeah, it's you know, and it uh, sound like a broken record, but if you're if you're going to Upper Red. Uh, yeah, just, your rule of thumbs are, you know, go earlier, stay later, and get away from people. Yeah, exactly. Be so, quiet. That's, yeah. If, you know. if you can uh, put two of those three things together, you're probably going to catch yourself some fish. Yeah, sounds good. All right, great report, John. We will talk to you next week. Be safe, and good luck out there. All right, appreciate it, buddy. You have a good one. You bet you too. Bye. Bye. Right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in or downloading the North Country Fishing Report at KBFT 89.9 FM, Net Lake, Minnesota. We appreciate each and every one of you. And this is listener and member-supported radio. So if you could click that donate button, throw us a few bucks, it would be greatly appreciated. And it helps keep us on the air and bring you this quality programming, not just the North Country Fishing Report, but all the great programs you can find here at KBFT. 89.9 FM, Net Lake, Minnesota. Until next week, good fishing, good luck, be safe.